1: Hey Oh,
2: you're alive Well <laughs> Sammy, how the fuck are you?
1: Uh, yeah. um, I don't know, man uh, When you um, it messaged me this morning about, um, about this, I was fine And I've had this sore throat come over me And I don't know if it's the virus, but of course I think it is um, the same way every slight change in temperature uh, makes me think <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that uh, I've got a fever. It's, so I'm- it's,
2: it's not an unusual thing. Like, so, you, you know, obviously people aren't watching this, but you know me, like my beard is usually big, right? Like, it's quite hefty, and I've shaved it off because yeah, what yeah. was happening is is like little beard, like you would get this on your beard when it gets a bit crazy. It's like, it tickles your nose and I was touching yep. my face. And so for like a week, I was like a psychopath, not being able to concentrate on what people are saying because if my nose itched, I was like, don't touch your face. They'll think that you have COVID-19. And so I totally get like, if you've got the impulse for hypochondria in any way, shape or form, like it's over, you know, like right now it's it every, every little thing makes you feel like that it's crazy like you uh, sorry it's not crazy for you to feel like that because everyone is doing that right now like yeah yeah i had i had like a sore throat last night i was like getting run down i was like i hadn't even eaten dinner like it's like nine o'clock and i'm like eat something you'll be fine (laughs) i had something to eat i'm like ah that's it that's what i was missing food (laughs)
1: literally as you were saying that um my 90-year-old my grandmother just texted me to ask if I was sick. So <laughs> Jesus. it just popped up. The notification popped up while oh. you were talking. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, all, we're all thinking about it.
2: Yeah, man. God, it's just um, – and, and so you, you being a news producer, are you guys mm. technically an essential service at the moment? Are you in there every night on the nightly stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been in there. Um, I've been there in, a, in there a lot. Um, we've sort of, you know, everyone who can work from home is working from home. Yeah, um, we're really uh, those of us still in the office have been like really properly separated. Um, so they're taking all precautions. Uh, we're washing our hands like mad. We're hand sanitizing. Um, even even the hosts on the on the panel are sitting like separate, like far apart, like further apart. Um, so everyone, everyone's, you know, being being really cautious and, um, and yeah, we definitely feel a responsibility to, to, you know, keep informing people and, you know, making sure they've got all the right facts in front of them. So it's been, it's, I feel very, very lucky. I feel very, very fortunate to sort of be able to keep working and also to have uh, a purpose through all this, something, even though, it's just literally all we think and talk about all day is coronavirus. It's still almost a distraction from worrying about my own life. It's worrying about the whole world and everyone in the country and yeah.
2: It's and what's actually good about your you guys and what's actually good about the Australian news cycle is that the international news cycle is kind of done and dusted with time for us to digest A the madness, the nonsense, or the really good actions that are being taken by other countries in response to the virus so you get a great i suppose like a platform to start talking like these are the facts as it makes sense for us this is where we think in the world they're doing it really well this is some of the stuff that is you know obviously the american media is so dominant these are some of the crazy stats that are coming out of like countries that aren't doing it so well um and and these are things that we can all collectively do and, and just watching everyone chip in and and do their best is uh it's it's admirable. Yeah, I I I was in I'm in finance for my day job in communications. Mm. And for the last three or four weeks, that's all I've done as well is write communications to our people about trying to like figure it out. And even earlier in the week, um I like we we had even earlier in the week we were we were doing all of those things, the social distancing protocols and things like that where where you're at your day job. And uh like last night it was like, okay, that's done now. Literally yep. like anyone who can work from home do and how
1: how are you going by the way how
2: yeah look i i'm i'm very okay thank you so much for asking i'm i'm good i'm uh i've been having a bit of a purpose with work through this thing like you know getting in like just basically doing crisis management comms because we're an essential service so it's just trying to keep our people like mobilized to do stuff and even things like you know this function's gone down here and no, no work's coming through. So how do you repurpose people to get to the stuff where it's busy, that people need you to get the work done so that people don't have any inter- uninterrupted service. And so that's been really good. Like that's been good. And and um, genuinely, I've just been really worried about my friends, <laughs> like, to be honest, yeah. like, um, you know, our, our mutual dear friend, Maria Lewis, like, um, you know, I've been worried about you know, have been in estate and friends and family. And so once I got the call that, like, you're going to have to work from home now, um, I was like, okay, I can do that. Like, if I can lock my house and I can be here and just do my thing throughout the day and try and figure out how that's going to work, I can do it. I'm, I'm in a fortunate enough position right now that, you know, um, I, I I'm definitely one of the lucky ones. Like, I will have weird things. I might get asked to do different roles or jobs for a couple of months to help out within the company, and I'm totally cool at doing wherever I can help. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those one of those things that,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, I'm
2: fortunate enough not to complain. I don't want to, you know there are so many other people that we mutually know and also others who we you know family and stuff who are doing it tough, and it's just like. You know, and I can't even I can't even invite them over for a meal, Lee. Like I can't yeah. even like I just want to say like come over to my place and I'll feed you. Like that's I mean if that's the maybe that's that kind of like the Maltese woggy love coming out of me in the most love was like just come I'll feed you. You know it's everything will be okay. I'll watch a movie, I'll have a drink. Everything you find you can't even do that. It's like uh, I'll call you. That's what I, I'll okay. call. I'll call you. That's about the extent of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all we can do really at the moment. Are you so. able
2: to disconnect at any point of the day? Because especially someone like you who's in it all day and then you look at your phone on Twitter, yeah. saw a really great tweet. Um, I think it's from Jason Concepcion from The Ringer today where he put like a snapshot of like Rustin Cole from True Detectives and Matthew McConaughey looking like fucking all over the place, like one of those moments where he's just like peak like conspiracy and he's looking down and someone inserted an <laughs> iPhone and he just wrote like underneath it, something like every
1: single day on this website. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. And that's what it feels like. There is that, that moment where you wake up in the morning and just for a brief second, you've forgotten that what's happening in the world. And then you suddenly remember, Oh no, that's not a dream. No, uh, uh, this is a, this is, we are living through the apocalypse right now or, or at least one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I kind of I can switch off a bit in the evenings. I've been really trying to, um, and uh, and yeah, just for for a couple of hours, just not not thinking about the news, not looking at the news for a bit. What's the
2: what What's the reading or television absolute like? Just mind numbing thing that you're putting on to get yourself away,
1: or are you well, I mean, good,
2: or are you watching good stuff?
1: Well, a bit of everything. I've been reading. Um, Uh, Finally reading The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon, (laughs) uh, which I've been reading for far too long. I've actually, I keep starting other books, um, but uh, I actually started that by total coincidence. Um, I love how humble braggy this is about to be, but (laughs) um, I started reading it when I was in Prague last year without knowing that the opening is set in Prague and was a couple of streets away from my hotel. So I'm reading about this neighbourhood in Prague, which I can almost see out my window. Uh, total coincidence. Um, so I'm uh, I'm doing that. i have been watching, um, been watching some old um, Powell and Pressburger films, catching up on a lot of those. Great. Uh, uh, watching watching the leftovers. Watching some old vintage. Uh, the the um, leftovers um, is not um,
2: cheerily. The leftovers is like dealing with. it. Know, <laughs> it's, it's like not. dealing
1: with this it's shit. One um, and the reason I'm watching it is because I pitched, um, I pitched something to a production company once, and it wasn't even like a big thing. It was just like, oh, I'd love to do a story about this in this TV show. And they're like, oh, like the leftovers. So what are you talking about? I said the leftovers covered that. And, and I was, I've been watching this show, thinking they've made a mistake. There's nothing about this in there. And in the second last episode, they did the thing that I wanted to do. So anyway, that's not remotely interesting for anyone. Else. Um, <laughs> I've been watching some old uh, Daily Shows from the John Stewart era because I really miss him. Um, and uh, God, he would be
2: good comfort food right now. Holy shit!
1: It's amazing. Like I'm watching like uh, like Obama as the president and Jon Stewart is hosting a show every night, and I'm just living in, for half an hour a night. I'm living in a fantasy world that's way before all this.